Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites. I'm hoping Dr. Winston Tan, a consultant at Sunkang General Hospital, is on the line. Doctor, are you there? Yes, I am. Thanks for having me on the show, Clarissa. It is absolutely my pleasure to have you. Now, this is actually a bit of a surprise to me. I, there is a rise in incidence of young colorectal cancers. That's correct? That is absolutely correct. This must be a worrying trend. It is. In fact, it seems to be a global phenomenon in recent years. And while we have been observing that the incidence of colorectal cancer in general has been falling, it is actually increasing among those who are younger, which is defined as someone who is less than the 50 years of age. Okay. And for someone who is less than 50 years of age, is there a a most alarming age group, some people in their 40s or, or even younger than that? Yeah, I think in general, the risk and the worrisome group tend to be those between the age of 40 to 50. Okay. But there are instances whereby cancers have been diagnosed in those that are younger than 40 years old as well. Okay. Now, um, we probably don't have a very good understanding of what colorectal cancer is. So perhaps you can give us an overview of that and then we can explore what it is that leads to colorectal cancer. Definitely. So colorectal cancer refers to cancer of the colon or rectum Mm -hmm. or what is more commonly referred to as the large intestine by the layman. Now, this is the most common cancer in Singapore and accounts for 15% of all cancers diagnosed every year. In fact, an estimated 2,000 cases of colorectal cancer is being diagnosed on a yearly basis. Is that globally or... That is just Singapore per se. Wow, that's a big number. It is. It is a huge problem. Right. Okay. Now, what is the reasons? How... What leads to colorectal cancer? Is that our diet or do we need to make some changes there? Now, in general, when we look at risk factors, Mm. um, we generally classify them into two categories. Factors which you can change, what we call modifiable risk factors. Right. And these that predispose to colorectal cancer would include factors like obesity, Mm -hmm. lack of physical activity. And as you mentioned, yes, a diet rich in processed food, processed meats or red meats, and also smoking and excessive alcohol intake per se. Right. However, it is also important to bear in mind that there are unfortunately factors that one is unable to change to reduce the risk of colorectal cancer. And these include things like age. The more we age, the more at risk we are of developing any kinds of cancer. But not to forget personal and family history of colorectal cancer and colorectal polyps. This can also lead to cancer per se. Right. Okay, so let's break it down. Some of it's bad habits. Some of it is a bad diet. Some of it is Mm -hmm. a, a lack of exercise. And some of it is... Genetics, basically. Is that pretty much correct? That is pretty much correct. Okay, so there's nothing we can do about the genetics. Let's talk about what we can change about the rest of the behaviours. Yep, definitely. So I guess adherence to an active lifestyle, Mm -hmm. minimise the risk of being obese, maintaining a healthy BMI with a rigorous exercise regime would be useful. From the diet point of view, it would also be important for us to try to minimize or avoid diets that are rich in processed food or red meats, quit smoking, and Mm. avoid excessive alcohol intake. These are basically factors that we can possibly do to try to improve our chances of not getting colorectal cancer per se. 
Okay, so that is what we can do to change behaviors to hopefully avoid getting colorectal cancer. Are there any medical means of reducing the likelihood of this happening to us? Absolutely, there are. In fact, colorectal cancer is unique because 80% of cancers actually go through a precancerous phase in the form of a polyp. And that prompt detection and removal can actually prevent cancer from forming per se. So in those who are more than 50 years old, my advice would be that these patients should definitely go for colorectal cancer screening. Okay. This can take the form of a stool test or a video examination of the colon called a colonoscopy. Okay, that's a little bit more invasive than a stool test. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. But it also gives you the opportunity to remove any abnormalities that you see like a polyp that can predispose to cancer formation. Right. So is there an age group after which it is recommended that you take these tests regularly? And by regularly, how often are we looking at? Yeah, so as I mentioned, our screening guidelines in Singapore Mm -hmm. recommends that anyone who is more than 50 years of age should have a colonoscopy or a stool test done, even if they have totally no symptoms. That means they feel perfectly normal. Sure. Yeah. If it's a stool test, this normally needs to be repeated on a yearly basis. Mm -hmm. But if it's a colonoscopy, then the interval for repeating the colonoscopy would be dependent on what is found during the colonoscopy per se. Right. Okay. On average, would you say once every couple of years, once in three to five years, that sort of thing? I mean, if the colonoscopy is normal mm-hmm. with no abnormal polyps detected, right, it would be reasonable to repeat it after five to ten years. Wow, okay, that's not so bad. Yeah, it's not that bad at all. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, you, we are talking about colorectal cancer appearing in patients who are, are getting younger. So if yes. somebody is... You know, they, they know that they've got weight problems, they, they have bad dietary habits, They're, they've been quite sedentary, perhaps they do enjoy their alcohol a little bit too much. So that puts them at higher risk, even yes. in, their, in their early 40s. Should they be considering doing these tests at that point? Okay, I think in general, if young patients have symptoms, mm-hmm. and by symptoms I'm referring to complaints like bleeding in their stools, changes in their usual bowel habits, unexplained weight loss or loss of appetite per se, they should definitely seek medical attention for formal evaluation. Right. Now, however, if patients have no symptoms, then it becomes sort of a gray zone because they don't strictly fit the recommendation of screening per se, Mm -hmm. which is checking the stools or colonoscopy in the absence of any symptoms. But what I would mention, however, would be that in many countries all over the world, especially in the United States, they have actually lowered the screening age for colorectal cancer to 45 years instead of 50. Right. So it may be something that young patients may want to consider if they feel that they are at risk either based on their lifestyle factors or based on their family history. All right. Okay. One of the things that I, through you know, speaking with different doctors who deal with different cancers, There doesn't seem to be a specific trend as far as cancers are concerned. But one Mm -hmm. of the things that I find very interesting is the younger you are, potentially the greater your chances of survival are in general Mm -hmm. across the different kinds of cancers. Would, Would you say that that is also the case in colorectal cancer? If it's, you know, early detection definitely will save lives, but 
does the age of the patient also play a, a part in that? Yes, definitely. But there are issues that we need to be worried of in the younger patient. Right. Since these are commonly the population which tend to seek medical attention late. And hence, any cancers tend to be diagnosed in a more advanced stage, which will compromise treatment outcome. So okay. that is another factor that we have to consider. Okay. So I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm trying to understand this because most of us don't even consider colorectal cancer as something that could happen to us. Is this a cancer that is uh, gender equal? Is, is a woman as likely to get it as a man? Does it lean one way or another? Okay, so it tends to affect males mm-hmm. more than females. Okay. It is the number one cancer among males. Mm-hmm. But for females, it's close number two. Okay. And it ranks just behind breast cancer. Right. That is why it is the most common cancer in Singapore among both males and females combined. Okay, so basically, we are pretty much equally at risk. That is correct. All right. If with early detection and with treatment, what are the survival rates? So survival rate is very much dependent on the stage mm-hmm. in which the colorectal cancer is diagnosed. Okay. In general, stage 4 cancer is broken down into four stages, right. stage 1 to 4. Right. In the early stage, the survival is excellent. Mm-hmm. We are looking at a five-year survival, easily more than 95% per se. Right. But once it progresses to an advanced stage like stage 4 cancer, Survival is dismal at about 10 to 15% over five years. Right. So early detection is very, very important for this type of cancer. Absolutely. Okay. Before I let you go and we run out of time, doctor, do you have any advice for anyone who suspects maybe potentially they might be presenting some of um, the symptoms of this cancer but haven't done anything about it? Do you have any advice for them? I guess my main take-home message would be that for the young population defined as those less than 50 years old, right. while cancer is not common, it can happen in the younger age group. Mm-hmm. So those who experience symptoms like bleeding, change in their stool habits, or unexplained weight loss should definitely see a medical professional for formal evaluation. Okay. We've been speaking to Dr. Winston Tan, consultant at Sengkang General Hospital. We're talking about the rising incidence of younger colorectal cancer patients. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk to us, Dr. Tan. Thanks for having me, Clarissa. Have this, a wonderful day ahead. Yeah. You too. This is Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.